holiday special at Christmas salt cravings. Oh my god, why? We're getting into it. Did you need to start with ho ho ho? I did. Welcome to Salt Cravings. My name is Claire. And my name's Brianna. And this is the podcast where we solve our cravings. And this time, can you tell? It's holidays. Ho ho ho, bitches. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. That's ho 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 backwards. Thanks. You're you're welcome. Hey. I, I'm glad you explained the joke. Well, we should actually should... change it up on Salt Cravings. Every time we make a joke, we should explain the joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you want me you to see, explain the joke? funny yeah. because... It's not funny. I hate you. This yeah. is the worst show. Uh, and I, But pretend I didn't just say those things because it is the holiday season and therefore we are supposed to love and care for those who are close to us. That is what is advertised to us. To know that end. is the theoretical concept of the holidays. What's the applied uh, concepts of the holidays? Because if I want to specialize my degree in theoretical holidays or applied holidays, I need to know these specifics the actuality in the the applied holidays from my understanding of it is that it's running around a bunch trying to organize holiday gatherings and also dealing with family at least in my case who has three sets of grandparents who live here. It means going around and going to one uh, Christmas, then going to another Christmas, then going to another Christmas, then having a small family Christmas. And that's a lot. And then there's friend Christmases and all those sorts of things and holidays. Christmases and fastmases. Friends and family Christmas. You got it. <laughs> that's 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 the whole thing. I also do family Christmas. So this year is also the first year I'm going to be doing Hanukkah. Hell yeah. Well, actually, it's I'm already going to have done Hanukkah when this comes out. Hanukkah is the December 2nd to December 10th this year. Oh, nice. Yeah. Neato. I thought Hanukkah was 11 days. Am I wrong? I mean, I Googled it. That's I've a never good done point. it before. <laughs> Claire, I'm, as someone who hasn't done it yet, be be an expert on this. Yeah. Yeah. Getting my grandmother's menorah. Oh, feels real nice. good to have a family menorah. That's nice. That's really sweet. Yeah. Oh, man. That you was... want to hit me with your first holiday craving? Oh, my craving? God. Yeah. Sure. I would love to hit you with my first holiday craving. And my first You're craving. Okay. I'm moving past that one. My first holiday craving is giving the perfect gift. Ooh. You know, just giving gifts is fun. It is. Um, it is often way more fun than receiving gifts. It says a lot about your love languages. It, it, I suppose it does. And important in that is that I really love, huh? Language, love. See, I'm doing the explaining the joke thing that you yeah, said we should really all do. Well, Thank yeah. you so much. Uh -huh. And uh, what I've what I've found is that really the best thing is like giving someone a gift and having them open it just be like super excited about it and like having it be something that they really wanted or that they really like. Yeah, that's I mean, that's great. That's like the epitome of happiness is having someone else genuinely be happy at your gift. I feel this craving a lot too. Yeah, exactly. And I think that it's ideal when it's not just like, oh, I put this on my list and you got it for me. Mm -hmm. Cool. But when you just manage to find something that is perfect. My favorite is when someone has, for me personally receiving, yeah. when someone has just gotten me a thing that I just offhandedly say once and then never really think about again. For example, my mother got me slippers just because I offhandedly said like, Oh, my slippers are so old. I wish I had new ones. Just like once in her presence. And I mean, my mother is my mother and mothers are automatically good gift givers. That's true. Uh, personally, for me, in my own experience. But, but also it's objectively true. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've... So yeah, that's the sort of thing that I super love. 
Me too. Me too. I will say, so there's a type of gift that we get every year at Christmas. Each member of like my family gets one. It's from our grandparents who live out in like Ontario. And the thing that is great about these gifts is that they are the perfect gift, but also are not anything that we ever asked for. Oh, Um, what does that mean? What it means is we love just the experience of opening these things up. What it means is... Sonic bobblehead. Yeah, stuff like that. It's just like, (laughs) it's just like completely off the wall things. I get a lot of like books from them now that I'm in classes and and, and in doing English and stuff because my grandma Chan did. Here's your third year medieval English textbook, (laughs) sweetie. Uh, They also do give me money for textbooks, which is super nice. This is the thing is that they, they, there's nice, like genuinely really like helpful gifts. They come along with these gifts that are like, what was the one year? The one year was, I think the best one would have been my dad who received expired curry powder. (laughs) (laughs) Which to this day remains, I think, the the best gift just because it's so funny. It's like, get better at cooking. We know you never use this, so <laughs> it doesn't matter that it's expired. Learn it to was, season your food. It was definitely because they were clearing out their apartment and just <laughs> found it and just sent it off. And that is what makes it so good. We always save these gifts for last because we are so excited about them. <laughs> when we open them and we're like, I have no idea what this is or what purpose it will serve. In fact, I don't, I don't think that it means anything. Thing. I think that year I also got a like little, not a box, but like something like that, a, a little case that doesn't close or anything with like with a lock, oh. but it's just like, is just like a case just for no box. reason. It's just a box. It's basically just a box and you, and I use it to like store some stones or whatever. Like, nice. it's like, it's these sorts of gifts that they are, they're an entirely different type of perfect gift than the one I like to give. They are sort of infamous gifts of a sort. So you either have to go completely off the wall so that it's just like a hilarious experience opening them. Here's some goo. Yeah, here's some goo. Yeah, I'm just going to give slime to all my friends this year. Here's slime. Just drop it in their (laughs) hand. Just do the thing. Hold out your hand. Why? Just just hold out your hand and then you drop slime into their hand. (laughs) It's say. not even like solid slime; it just drips through their fingers. <laughs> and then, and then you, and then you just say "Merry Christmas," "Merry Chrysler," "Merry Chrysler," "Happy Crisis," "Happy Crisis." So, giving the perfect gift is something that I really value and really love to do. It's definitely a craving for me. But to to solve this craving, I'm thinking there just needs to be something that automatically takes note of when someone offhand says they want something, so that you can then. Think about that in your brain. Just, just like download that in your brain. You know, get it, write it down, and then. Wait, wait. <laughs> Are you describing memory? Fuck. <laughs> I think you're just describing the ability to memorize things. Listen, Claire. The thing is, I would love that. Would be a great solution. Is no, craving, if I, I agree. could remember things. You know what? What if we could install more memory? Like you can buy memory for your computer. Why can't you buy memory for <laughs> yourself? I want to buy memory for myself. That'd I, be great. I would like a solid like four more gigabytes of memory. I mean, that's that's modest. Come on, let's do it's six, it's 2018. You're we right. have to start with 16 gigabytes of memory at the very least. Okay, well, I'm at about three. Is the thing that I is the three megabytes. 
Yes, that's about it. That's yeah. about what I've got. ADHD really did a number on me growing <laughs> up. So, so yeah, I think we just need to be able to install more memory so that I can remember every time someone says something that like they offhand want so I can remember that for the holiday season. So how do you install this memory? Is it like, because in my brain, a memory chip for a desktop is this sort of rectangular thing that mm. sort of is comb shaped, but plugs in. And it just looks like that. We can't really do that, can we? Can't can I mean, just like plug in a comb-sized thing into a person unless, unless cyberbrain? I mean, we could just open up the cyberbrain. That is a conversation yeah. we could go into. But what if? What if? What if you could get patches? You know, like <laughs> caffeine patches, but they're no. memory patches. Memory patches. Ha- Okay. You just stick them on your arm. Okay, you stick them on your arm and you just, the memory, like, what, downloads through your blood? Sure. I don't know how any of, I don't know how patches work in general. I guess it goes through your skin, right? Like, yeah. yeah, Your skin absorbs caffeine at the very least. Yeah, your skin absorbs things. We have caffeine patches for a reason. Same with nicotine. True, yeah. So your skin absorbs the memory and then just inputs it into your brain. Is this a one-time thing or a thing you got to do every day? So what if you don't actually have to have the patch tell your brain, but it is sort of like if you're looking up the memory, it does sort of take some time to load because it's not immediately in your brain. It does have to do a lookup in the patch. So when you try to memorize it, it takes maybe like a second or two and then you actually get the thing Great. that you're trying to remember. But also these patches fill up. So then you have to sort of get a patch book and then you can like organize your patch book in like your friends. So you have patches for each friend and then it's like, oh, I'm going to go hang out with this friend. I better put on this patch today. Hey, Claire, I want, I love the fact that you invented something and immediately your first thought was, how can I make an organization book about this? <laughs> I love it, and I agree entirely. I mean, knowing me, uh, I don't know if I would be super good at organizing the patches. I think it would just be similar to how it is now, because my brain is really good at making connections, but it's not really good at making connections, like, logically. It just sort of decides these two things are connected. And then later on, I have to (laughs) figure out why those two things are connected. I bought these patches in December. These patches smell like coffee, and these ones are both blue. (laughs) What's the link, my friend? <laughs> like, that is that is absolutely how memory patches would go for me. Like, I could try to organize them, but it wouldn't work. Because I would try to be like, oh, here's my memory patches for this friend. But actually, what I would be remembering would be like, oh, this friend, uh, this friend reminds me of the way that elephants have teeth. Great. <laughs> and it would just have to I be wanna like... I want to know what friend that is. <laughs> the thing is, it could be any of them. Because it'll just be that my brain thought about elephants with teeth and made some weird connection with like... Man, this person has some bottom teeth that look sort of like elephant tusks. Or it'll be something really, like, but it won't make sense. Like, that doesn't make sense. That's not how teeth work. That's not how people work. So do elephants have tusks? Oh, you mean, like, not their teeth. You mean actual, like... Oh, yeah. Wow, those are some big chompers. Well, exactly. This is the thing, is, like... Uh, it'll just be a connection that makes absolutely no sense. And so I'll put the patch on and try to remember all these things. But in reality, what I'll remember is elephant teeth. <laughs> God. And so- I don't know if I want to get someone elephant teeth for Christmas. 
I could. So what if instead of patches, because, you know, you have your Moore's Law, you will have eventually not enough space for the amount of memory. Like maybe a memory patch is only, I don't know, 200 gigs. You're going to fill that up pretty fast. Right. What if instead we had the memory suit? Okay. Give me more info on the memory suit because I'm feeling it. So, you know those Halloween costumes where it got real popular last year? It was just one <laughs> solid color and it was a bodysuit. Made you look like oh, no. giant green boy. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like the ones that um, the Canucks used to have. The green men. Yeah. Who would, like, torment people in the penalty box. Is that a thing? I don't know hockey things, but yeah, I guess that. that yeah, there there right. was a couple of years ago, there was a thing where these two men would dress up fully in those, like, latex, like, green suits and would just torment players in the penalty box when you say torment i just imagine them doing the what's the millennial minecraft shooty game fortnite fortnite dance thank you that is it was basically stuff along those lines also i don't see how fortnite is minecraft is that a connection your brain made i mean it's minecraft PUBG. you could build things no battle royale no (laughs) my answer to that question is no no okay (laughs) um but my answer to the memory suit is how does the memory suit work is it similar to the patches yeah so it's definitely similar to the patches but it's just bigger and i mean you know the biggest organ is your skin so right skin bigger than brain therefore double brain at the least Oh, that's a really good idea. It's your external brain. (laughs) Some creatures have an external skeleton. We can become the first creatures with an external brain. (laughs) Do you ever think sometimes on this show, you know that meme of people being like, these are my last two brain cells? (laughs) (laughs) These are my last two brains and they're both outside me. Yeah, exactly. And that's and that's how it works. And that's the that's the skin memory suit. Does it connect to your skin? I mean, wh- what else would it do? Like, I don't know, does it like connect in that it's sticky or does it connect in that it hooks into your skin painfully? Oh my god, why would it we want people to use this. Why would it hook into your skin? I don't know. I I, I was just wondering. You just wanted that? But you know, sometimes that's what you need to really feel secure. <laughs> I just need my skin suit to hook into me, you know? (laughs) I mean, when I I wear a bra, the back hook actually just hooks into my skin. (laughs) That's how that works for me. You have built-in bra hooks. (laughs) Of course I do. You don't? That's normal. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. You're right. Um, I should get on that. Yeah. Maybe I'll get you uh, one of those for for the holidays. You'll have a bra hook installed while I'm asleep. And that's the perfect gift. (laughs) Do you want to give me your first holiday craving? Sure. On the note of presents, my next craving... Mm. Is waking everybody up for presents. Hell yeah. Oh my god. So growing up, I was an only child. Still, I'm an only child. Don't know why I phrase it that way. <laughs> growing up, I was an only <laughs> child until uh, until another child just appeared. My parents <laughs> didn't have the child. Just, she just came along one day. Just appeared out of nowhere. No, but I was an only child. So I did wake up super duper early on mm-hmm. Christmas as like mm-hmm. a tiny wee little baby. Mm-hmm. And I would indeed run into, like, my mother's room and then my father's room and, like, wake them both up. And then I'd just be sitting in front of the tree. And my father would always have to... My father always had to shower and have his coffee before anything Uh else. uh Like, those two things. Mm -hmm. So, traditionally in our family, it was 
while your father's having a shower and getting the coffee ready, you can open the Christmas stocking. And yeah. then you wait until, you know, he's there and then you can open the presents. Yeah, but yeah. I really like the waking up part and yeah. waking them up. And I'd always wake my dad up first so that he would, you know, get these things done yeah, faster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you got to optimize. Thanks, Brian. Of course. Uh, even <laughs> as a child. You knew. You knew how to optimize. I knew how to optimize. Wake dad uh, up first. Wake, um, wake dad up first. This is the most optimal way to... Get presents. And yeah, and, and to solve this craving. Right. And then my mother would always take a while to wake up. Oh, yeah. She is relatable as an adult. <laughs> Isn't that always... Okay, this is wild because, like, I, I agree entirely. I was... I have a younger sister and we would both, like, get up super early and we'd be, like, in the living room just, like, waiting because my parents had a rule around, like, no like waking us up before i think it was like 8 a.m or something like that um oh, that's so late i know we were up at like 7 30 like can we wake mom and dad up yet can we wake mom and dad up yet can we wake mom and dad up yet and then we'd get bored and decide to play animal crossing um <laughs> my job was great and we would just sort of sit there and and we were so excited and the first one's up and then we get our parents up and then go and we would they'd get up come and then we would do stockings and then we would do breakfast and then we would do the presents wow um similar you know but but mix it up a bit yeah, yeah yeah now my sister is 18 and i'm 22 and for the past couple of years our parents have been the first ones up <laughs> yeah definitely last year when i went home i think i woke yeah. up at 10 yeah um on christmas morning and yeah. my mother was like i'm surprised you're not up in a I was up, I think, I think I get up usually, I think last year I, I would have gotten up around, around 10. This year I'll probably be up around 8.30 because that's the time I wake up any day. It's just a big change to walk out in the living room and have both of them like up already having made their tea and coffee and like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I definitely think this is a craving of mine a lot because of obviously like being an adult mm -hmm. um, now. There has been a couple times where I haven't gone home for Christmas mm -hmm. and definitely... Christmas morning genuinely was one of the only days of the year where I was so excited to be awake no matter how early it was. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, it yeah. could be 6.30, and at times it was 6.30 on certain years. Yep. Um, and it's like, all right, it's present o'clock. Yep. It's time for the gifts. But not in that voice, because I was a child. So we were like, it's time for the gifts. That's not what I sounded like as a child. What? You're making an effort and that's what counts. See, the joke is that like, you're making a higher pitched voice and that sounds like a child. Did I do it right? Yeah, did you I did great. You did so good. Great. I'm really proud of you. How, how do you want to satisfy this craving? How are we solving the craving of waking everyone up on Christmas? Because like, I don't know, I'll go home for Christmas again and probably will not be the one waking everyone up because I'm an adult now. <laughs> this one solution is set your alarm really early. Mm. But the problem is then you, you can't just jump on their bed. Like, yeah, that was definitely one method point. of waking them up for me <laughs> was sort of slamming my hands down on the side of their bed over and over again <laughs> saying, wake up, wake up, yeah, wake up, yeah, wake yeah, up, wake yeah. up, wake up, wake up. Mine was more like thinking and be like, hey, hey, mom, <laughs> dad. <laughs> Mom, Dad, <laughs> and just slowly increasing volume to the other. Definitely different. Different these. We're different these alarm years. settings. We're different alarm settings. We're like that slow nature wake up alarm. Yeah. It's like the it's birds the doo -doo 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 -doo. quietly. Yeah, mine's just that 
<laughs> like the buzzing bomb noise one. Yeah, that one. That's me. Yeah, that one. That's this is a new segment on the show where I just make different an- alarm noises. Uh, you can you have got- you can have Brianna as your alarm. Oh yeah, you want me to do some other alarms? No. <laughs> Wake up, please. 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 That's that's enough. That audio is going to be a time. Sorry. (laughs) So what if... So so there's the the thing of having your alarm clock. My other thought is eventually I'm going to have my own children and ideally a partner The craving is just have children? Well, no, this... Hang on. This is me solving. Am I getting ahead of myself? Yeah, you're getting ahead of yourself. My idea is I'm not going to wake my parents up super early. That's just not what the rat relationship <laughs> is anymore. True. But I can wake my kids up super early. Oh my God. So in the future, I'll just do that. I'll just be getting everyone up. up. It's-, it's a race up. <laughs> yes, it's a race up. It's a race to get up. See, the thing is, I don't believe that parents are physically capable of waking up earlier than their, like, small children. Because... That's a good point. Children don't need that much sleep. Yeah, they... Okay, well... I mean, scientifically, you technically need less right. and less sleep the older you get. You're also... But doesn't feel that way. But it also is the fact that you are putting your kids to bed at 8 p.m. And therefore, they're fine to get up at 6 a.m. Whereas you went to bed at 10. You're on the track to wake up at 8. There is that slight difficulty in my plan, which was just have children. Just have children. You know, it's a yeah. really easy solution. Yeah, it's a solution to most problems. <laughs> um, I'm sure that's what a lot of... Never mind, I'm not gonna Yeah, get let's that. not go there, but let's go into more ways to solve this craving. So what if you have virtual parents that don't wake up a lot of, of time and they won't be weirded out that you are an adult banging on the edge of their bed going, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. <laughs> you have to just create your own parents. <laughs> Virtual parents. I'm it's sure lots v- of people have done that. <laughs> yeah, it's the V pair. Okay, so first thing I'm going to say is a whole lot of the solutions to our cravings are just becoming, let's invent a new piece of technology. Wow, it's almost like that's my field of study. <laughs> Weird. Huh? Um, second of all, I think that this is a, a good potential solution, though I'm not so certain about the name V pair. V pair? Mm. They come in pairs. It's two for the price of one. The, the prices of only why? Ever, why is it only? Why is it only two? Why? Why is it only in pairs? Because there could if be you different... want to buy the upgrades, uh, you have to pay more. It's just how capitalism works. Oh right, we're so we're just what we're doing here. You can buy more. Is we you are can buy as many as you want. We are monetarily punishing yes. polyamory. Uh huh. That is how capitalism works. You're absolutely right. This way, well, I as a polyamorous person could say how oppressed I am. That's a good point. I think really the the a lot of what our the solutions to our cravings should be is we should be able to say that we're oppressed more. I think that that's <laughs> I think that that's a good core message of our yeah. podcast. Mm-hmm. Just create systems that allow us to say we're oppressed more. Right. You know, isn't isn't oppressed at all? Christmas. Uh, oh, Christmas. <laughs> Christmas is not oppressed at all. And wait, but what about the holiday cups at Starbucks oh, that don't have fuck, that's uh, a good Mary point. literally giving birth to Jesus <laughs> in graphic detail? I'm gonna. Design. Where are my Starbucks cups with excruciating birth detail? <laughs> I want blood on my coffee. <laughs> Blood and Holly. Blood and Holly. 
I think I think that that's a good that's a good point. I think that we are also oppressed because we can't now like get everyone up for Christmas morning. Oh, I have a solution. This What's might solution? not work for you. No, it's all right. Go ahead. So I'm going to because my parents have never celebrated Hanukkah. Just tell them that it's totally normal that this happens at Hanukkah, <laughs> and I will just wake them up. Claire, one side of your family is is Jewish. My mother's never celebrated anything Jewish. Fair enough. Do you think that maybe your grandma might know, though? I'm, my grandmother won't be there, fortunately. Oh, she can't rat point. me out. Good point. Your grandmother can't rat you out. This is how. This is a new Hanukkah tradition, everybody. <laughs> Wake your parents the fuck up. Wake your parents the fuck up on Hanukkah. Just do it. The other thing I will say is if you really want to, in a, in a different way, like replicate being a child on Christmas morning, you just have to get up super early, like you were saying with the alarms, and then you go out, or at least for me, in my in my case, you go out into the living room and you get your Nintendo DS, you play <laughs> your DS until you're allowed to wake your parents up. Oh, okay. <laughs> There you go. That's uh, my solution. Let's play your some DS. Pretty good solutions. Yeah, we play got a lot of DS. solutions. Yeah, Build play your some DS. Virtual parents. Maybe the virtual parents are on the DS. Maybe your virtual parents will play video games with you better than your actual parents will. <laughs> my mother, growing up, wouldn't play Mario Kart with us. Like, we, we, like we would, we would get our parents to play certain video games with us. She would not play Mario Kart with us because it made her sick. It made her like <laughs> ill to be like, oh my god, I'm getting motion sickness. <laughs> playing Mario Kart. She get motion sickness while driving, but by playing Mario Kart. And then she played it with the wheel and she was fine. This is wild. My father would always want to play video games with me, but he is 50 years older than me, so it's never intuitive. Very new sort of thing in his life. But there was one game he super loved, and it was the James Bond 007 game on the GameCube. Oh my god. That I'm pretty sure nobody else owned ever. Appropriately, it was a really bad game. But also, like, I have very fond memories of that game that just watching him play, definitely the only game he ever played. Oh my god. My, my, My father used to play on, like, what we called the Sega. I don't know what Sega console it was, but it was one of the Sega consoles. Assuming there was more than one. I don't know. We just called it the Sega. Sega Genesis. So yeah, I think it was the Genesis, and and we used to we used to pull that out every so often, play on the Sega Genesis because he had uh, Zombies Ate My Neighbors on the Sega Genesis, <laughs> which was a game where you fought zombies by spraying water guns at them. That sounds real um, good. It was really fun. It was a good time. Do you want to hit me with your next and final and last craving? All of those things. So that's like three of them. Is the three thing that... of the same one? Okay. Just hit me with the same craving three times boxing day boxing day boxing day that's wow that fit really well didn't even know what i was going into it works but also a good craving because you have a lot of boxes left over and what are you gonna do with all those boxes as is the name for boxing day you build a boxing ring with your boxes (laughs) and then you box in them why do you love boxing day so much It is for obviously all of those reasons because that is a totally normal Boxing Day tradition. Yeah, yeah. Um, it is also more so because Boxing Day has historically been one of the, for me at least, one of the two days of the year where there's just nothing to do. Yeah, just that's true. no obligations. It is one of those two days of the year. Those two days for me are one, my birthday, and two, Boxing Day. And so both of those are, are days that I 
eagerly anticipate. Boxing Day to me is more exciting than Christmas because on Christmas I have to go see one of my sets of grandparents. It, it rotates every year and that's like you're in the car and then sometimes there's other family members there who you're not as close to and there's that awkwardness to, to navigate and like also family is tough sometimes and it can be good but it but it has obligations still. Boxing Day is the day with no obligations. Everyone stays home. We all check out the things that we got for Christmas and play with them if they are things that can be played with and if not we just hang out and chill and then occasionally we have a tradition where we go and and like find some of the really good Christmas lighthouses like some of the really good Christmas lights that are up in the evening and we go around to those and check those out and and that's always a fun tradition and we don't even have to do that like the thing is there's no obligations that's the thing we like to do there's been days when we haven't done that I love Boxing Day because it is a day of just no stress no muss no fuss <laughs> chill out play with your toys hang out have a good time. That's what makes Boxing Day the perfect holiday. Better than Christmas. Better than than every other holiday. Really. I would definitely, I definitely feel a lot of relation to what you said, mostly mm-hmm. because like uh, growing up before my grandmother had to like go into care and whatnot, right. she did have this like gorgeous house uh, where all of my family members would gather. I have like uh, four aunts and an uncle. And then there's also my mother. So it would be all of us. Wow. My grandmother all of their children there was probably 30 to 35 people um wow and it was it was a gorgeous it was gorgeous place and like yeah. it was really sad like just the gig that i can't go there anymore but it was definitely like christmas morning was waking up doing the presents at home and then going to grandma's and doing the presents there and then after like dinner like you get home at eight o'clock it's been a long day mm-hmm, you mm-hmm, haven't really mm-hmm. had time to do anything boxing day you're at home with all your gifts. Yeah. And you're not allowed to take your gifts to grandma's house. I only ever had one living uh, grandparent, so she is just definitively grandma for me. So, you know, go into grandma's house. You, you know, <laughs> leave the Game Boy. You're gonna want to talk to your aunties and uncles. I don't know why I gave my mother a Boston <laughs> accent. Does your mother have a Boston accent? She doesn't, no. <laughs> Listen, I don't know how they do it out in Mission, but I didn't think they were all Bostonians. Surprisingly enough, Boston and Mission are connected by a portal. Um, You know, there's things that I've seen. I've been out in Mission. I would not be entirely surprised if they had a portal to another place. (laughs) Grandma's place was always like, you go and you see your cousins. Yeah. You know, for me, I had my favorite cousins that I'd go and hang out with once a year or twice a year. That's why one of them was Christmas. And then Boxing Day was you stay home and you play with your Game Boy that you mm, just got in yeah. 1999. No. When did the what? Game Boy come out? The Game Boy Color. It was like 2001. Oh, something like that. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. This is not important. It's not important. So I got like gaming things usually because yeah, it was the, the way that my parents got me to behave. Yes, 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 yes. Um, I agree. Mood. 23 years of my life, even now, I'm like still playing Pokemon. So Pokemon Pokemon was always like the thing that would come out in November and then my parents would be like, you can't get that. And then it would show up. Yeah, of course. Christmas. Of course. Of course. You're not allowed. Like, Yup. Nope. Don't buy. I think we just generally had a blanket rule of just don't buy anything in November <laughs> and December because like you never know. Just put it on your Christmas list instead. It's mm, um, a good rule. Yeah, that was the rule that we generally had. I really like that our families seem to be in terms of just extended family seem to be completely inverse 
Because I have one cousin <laughs> and seven grandparents. Oh, wow. Yeah. And you have a sibling. And, and I, I have, have a sibling. No you have no siblings. You have yeah. a bunch of cousins. I have and so one And one grandma. One grandmother. Wow. This is wild. Point is that Boxing Day, we can both agree, is, is the perfect day. And there should be more Boxing Days. I think <laughs> we should set up at least one Boxing Day a month. Okay. This is, is it, sort does of it what I'm change thinking. Per month or like how does it I work? Think we is just it the first it. Saturday of every month? Is it just it always falls on the third? So I think that there's a thing about how every month is supposed to have at least one stat holiday. I think that that's our rule here. No, but go on. <laughs> is it not? I thought that that was a legal thing with the government. Pretty sure they want it to be, but I don't think that's true. But I okay. also could be super wrong. I was going to say that we put it after every holiday. But what if we just set it for, <laughs> this is random, every year. And the month starts, and then you find out when your boxing day is. <laughs> it, like the government has a random number they, generator. Yeah. And it just picks 12 <laughs> days of the year. What if it wasn't even like... Once a month, it was just 12 days throughout the year and it's just randomly generated. <laughs> you could have like 12 days in a row and it's just, they're all boxing day, but you have no other boxing days for the rest of the year. But I also like the, the one boxing day generator. <laughs> I also will say the thing that I like about the once a month idea is that sometimes they said it at the beginning of the month and sometimes it's the second <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes you just have to be ready to have a day where nothing happens tomorrow. You are legally not allowed to do anything. This is how it should work. There should be, like... I'm pretty sure there was a religion that did that on Sunday, and that religion was Christianity. I thought that that religion was also Judaism. Again, really new to celebrating my heritage. There are religions that did that, for sure, because, you know, on the seventh day he rested or whatever. <laughs> That's the Bible verse. On the seventh day he rested or whatever. On the seventh day. On the seventh day, God had boxing day. <laughs> On the seventh day, God chilled the fuck out. <laughs> yep, exactly. And just as God had boxing day, we should have a boxing day. God handed us a box and was like, it's today. And we were like, boxing day. Boxing day. <laughs> I like the idea, though, of, you know, just 12 boxing days a year. And it's a reason to exist in the world. You know, it's a reason to live. Yeah. I really like the image, just going back a second, of God yeah. handing you a box. But in Greek mythology, you know the story where, like, they stole fire from the gods? Yeah, that one. What if instead it was just they stole a box from the gods and that's the Greek version of Boxing Day? You know... <laughs> okay, I'm gonna remind you, there is actually a time they stole the box from the gods. It's called Pandora's Box. Oh, hey, that's where Boxing Day comes from. <laughs> Pandora's Boxing Day. Pandora's <laughs> Boxing Day. <laughs> that's my proposal is more Boxing Days. Uh, alternatively, I don't know, what's, is there any other way? This just has to be a thing, right? Instituted Boxing Days. And it has to be worldwide. So what's the, what are the, what are the rules? What is nothing, what does doing nothing even look like? Don't say nothing. What it means is you don't work. You don't do Sounds any great. homework. You're not allowed to do homework. What if you're really far behind? You have to plan for that day. Oh this is God. what I do this on my two. This is more stressful. I don't want boxing is, days. No, this is what I do for my two my two days of nothing a year. Christmas is usually not a thing because I don't have, you know, it's between semesters. But July, I'm usually in school. And so I will, on July 1st, my birthday, I will plan for, like, in the week in advance 
chance, I will work to make sure that I can at least push everything to the second or do it before the first. And like, sometimes it is more stressful than other times. But like, honestly, having that one chill day is super valuable where it's just like, oh, I'm a person with a life. That is the value of Boxing Day and and the chill days to me is reminding yourself that you're like a human being who isn't just a student. So, I mean, you can do homework, I guess. I mean, this is the thing with, with holidays is like, you don't always follow the core tenets of a holiday, but my core tenets of a holiday are... If you don't follow these Boxing Day rules, you will be shoved into a box and put into a corner. <laughs> And made to follow the Boxing Day. That's rules. where Boxing Day gets its name also. <laughs> don't, don't do anything. You'll get thrown in the naughty box. How? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what happened to Susie? Oh, she got boxed. <laughs> <laughs> She got boxed on this boxing day. So so no work, no homework, no classes. It's a day off from classes. I think it, it could be just like legally they institute a thing where just like no one does any fucking work. Like that's just not happening today. Don't get an injury on that day. The hospitals are closed. <laughs> everything's closed wow listen i'm just saying we really need to institute this maybe it's like a rotating boxing day like a rotating strike type deal those are just days off that's what i'm describing (laughs) you want more days off (laughs) maybe sounds like you're stressed maybe so but boxing day is gonna be great this year hopefully do you want to give me um anything just anything? Any, just anything? Um, I found this candy wrapper on the ground. <laughs> I, oh, uh, thanks. Have some confidence I could get. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Was that the candy wrapper or the confidence? <laughs> Still real concerned. All right. So how about this craving? Yeah, give me the craving. Um, so my last craving, and I'm really excited about this one, I'm and so I'm pumped. really hoping it can happen this year, is curling up with a hot drink on a snowy day. Yes! Now specifically, I do have it written down, curling up with eggnog or tea. Yes. Optionally, the eggnog is spiked. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, so like, I'm really excited for spiked eggnog, probably like with some rum in it, and I don't know. My my personal favorite one would be hot chocolate, that is, you know, especially hot chocolate that's spiked with like baileys yeah i mean that's also good definitely just anything warm alcoholic with blankets and a snowy day yes it feels super good and also it's just like oh man i'm really being seasonal right now like you just have (laughs) this internal sense of like i'm doing what i'm supposed to be doing in this season yeah this is definitely very dependent on the hemisphere you live in also for sure which also sucks because even though we do live in the northern hemisphere This is why I was saying I really hope it happens this year. We got, what, three snow days last year in Vancouver? We had snow a decent amount last year in Vancouver, but we didn't have that many big snow days. Like, up on the mountain, we had... And then it was slush the next day. Up at SFU, we had lots of snow days. Lots of people got stranded up on the mountain at SFU. Oh. My question, I guess, how do we... How do we solve this? And I definitely know my first thought is we could just create a weather controlling device. But as you were saying, we're creating too many machines. So what if instead one of us tried to do some weather magic? Yeah. So where do we find our weather magic powers? The thing is, is because this is our holiday episode, I think it has to be tied in with something to do with the holidays. So the weather control powers have to be some sort of like thing based in any holiday of the season where you find it 
using holiday magic. Okay, so question. Yeah. You know how in MMOs often they will have holiday events? Yes. What if this is just every year you can go and do a quest to make it snow, and every year you get some loot item? Yeah. Uh, this is real life I'm talking about yes, now, Yes, of yes, course. yes, 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 yes. It comes in a box. It comes in a box. You pick <laughs> it up the and it Boxing starts Day box. snowing. Yes. <laughs> yeah. If you can find the Boxing Day box before the Boxing Day closure, Kringle himself will come down from the heavens and make it snow upon you. I love that this, this is, is <laughs> this is an inverse Groundhog Day also, because <laughs> it's like trying to make more winter happen. <laughs> I agree. Chris Kringle himself comes down and says, y'all want some snow? Y'all gonna get powdered. (laughs) (laughs) And then he does it. And it's a great time. And everyone has a great time sitting inside. The important thing also is before you find this box, you better get your stuff ready because everything's closing. Oh, it's like not just a light dusting. It is heavy snowfall. You spent like 40 years of your life like doing this quest. You hiked Mm -hmm. and sweat and bled for this you're gonna get your fill of snow you're gonna hate snow by the end of this <laughs> and then you can stay inside with your warm eggnog trick that, uh, yeah you can you know the hating okay well hang on <laughs> hang on i was more thinking it was like an annual thing where it right. shows up somewhere it's sort of like a, a scavenger hunt no it definitely is this happens every year okay but you just said that you spend 40 years on this <laughs> it's for 40 hours but you know what every 40 years a special one happens and it will just snow for the next 40 years um, so so what i'm imagining here is that you use this device and you can kind of control the weather for whenever you you need to control no, no, the weather no, you don't have control it is kringle's ass crack powdering you (laughs) itself (laughs) i don't want santa claus to shit snow on me claire i don't want that that's not what i want (laughs) but if he's gonna i guess if you have a choice which you don't santa claus (laughs) what Santa Claus's ass. Santa Claus. No. So, like, you just... You is just this, like, an idol? Is this an... Yeah, this is, like, a summoning. Yeah, it's a summoning spell. Do you have a choice? Like, do Like, do you, do you have a choice in doing the summoning spell? Like, like, you get this... What I'm imagining is, like, a wand or something, right? Sure. You it get the wand. Weird. You get the wand, and then... Chris I was Kringle, thinking a pentagram, but that works, too. Or that, you know? Did you know that Santa's the devil? <laughs> Santa? Satan? <laughs> There's a reason that those two are, uh, what's the name of something where you can rearrange the letters to make anagram? it? Yeah. There's a reason those two are an anagram. So it's, so it can be a pentagram. So you, you, you do the spell with the pentagram and then Chris Kringle, uh, Santa Claus, Satan, uh, comes by. That's his full name. That's, <laughs> he exactly. prefers Kringle, but. <laughs> Kringle comes around. And so is it that he just comes and he's like, you've summoned me i will make snow now or is it him being like so what sort of what's like the parameters of the weather that you want like what oh no you super don't get a choice of this (laughs) oh great he has one setting and it is a buttload of snow this is like a very willy wonka style santa claus who's like you get all the candy or no candy (laughs) yeah exactly you become the candy (laughs) some of you will turn into snow we cannot make any guarantees (laughs) good god yeah he just he just comes and he's just like 
snow is happening now. Is this like worldwide snow or is it just can, to your area? I think you can summon it depending where you can do the ritual anywhere. Right. And depending on where you do it, it will happen in that area. And What's the radius? Hmm. I'd say 50 to 200 kilometers at the very least. Okay, that's solid. That's yeah. solid. So basically you get like solid a city soaps. wide. So every year you sort of like every city has to elect someone to do the ritual. Would you call that like a frost zone, like a frozone maybe? <laughs> so um, the person becomes frozone? I guess, yeah. Yeah, that's the Congratulations, elected. you are the New York 2018 frozone. <laughs> and you just go and you have like ice powers, I guess, also for some reason that have been bestowed upon you by the town. Okay, that's how the wand comes into it is you yeah. do get an ice wand, but that's not enough to make the weather. So you yeah. do have to use the wand as frozone to find... Find the ritual materials and do the ritual. So do you, so is the thing that there's one box or is there many boxes around the world? Like, is there one box and just everyone has to go find it as quickly as possible? What if there's a battle royale? So what you're saying is you want frost There is only one box and there is a battle royale. A frost night. Frost night. It's time to get frosty. Frosty takes it all. Okay. But okay, so okay, this is less of a scavenger hunt and more of murder. <laughs> this is no, more no, of a gladiator you each thing. Have, you don't kill each other; you freeze each other. It's like great, nerf, yeah, because freezing guns. someone doesn't actually kill someone. Well, they that's also- how that's how it works in reality, Claire. Yeah, but think about Pokemon. You can freeze a Pokemon, uh, and it's point. totally fine. So this is we have Pokemon rules in this ritual. Okay, even though it's a summoning ritual for Satan. Yeah, like you don't actually kill each other. Do you go to hell if you participate? I think that is one of the requirements, but it's icy hell. It's ice hell. So it's hell that is frozen over. Yeah, you go to the frozen over hell. That sounds great and very seasonal. Yeah. I'm into that. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, oh, no. Uh, this has been Salt Cravings. Thanks for listening to our holiday special. It's our first one. Wow, we did it. We did the holidays. We made them. <laughs> we made the holidays. We made the Frozone Boxing Days. We made the Frozone Boxing Days. And I am so excited for this holiday season. It's going to be a great time. I'm excited to give the perfect gift and get up on Christmas morning and to enjoy Boxing Day and to get chat on by Satan Claus. Wow. Wonderful. Over this holiday season, if you want to give us a little uh, cheeky gift, you send us your cravings. That'd be cool. Or I would leave appreciate. Us a review. That'd be or an leave extra us a review. Great gift. Yeah, yeah, or both. Really, if I'm you just really gonna like... casually drop, you know, you know, it'd be really cool if our fans like left a review. Yeah, huh, just casually said it out of nowhere. You I know? would. I would I'd, really. I'd really love that. I'd really appreciate if we had like other people's cravings to like talk about and mm. use for yeah. stuff. I don't know. It's just like an idea, but it's I th- I would really love that. I think that uh, that would be a really good thing. I feel like a gift that someone could definitely give us. <laughs> Either of those like ideas would be really good gifts. Uh-huh. Maybe even both would be like the best gift. Probably. And we know it would also be a pretty good gift if like people were to like follow us on social media. Where where would they do that? I think they do it at Salt Cravings on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, um, which I would say are pretty good. I will say that if we uh, could, we should, for this holiday season, change all of our social media to Snow Cravings, but we don't have snow yet. 
Oh, okay. So just as like a holiday thing. I don't know. My Twitter name right now is Brianna uh, Pricicle because I'm hilarious. And that's how the season goes is you got to have the seasonal names. Well, Snow Cravings is too close to No Cravings. So what if we do SNES Cravings? What if we don't? That's fair. Thanks, everyone. Merry Holiday. Holiday.